This is Heavy Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about the Redskins picks in the 2008 NFL Draft. The Redskins select two early receivers and a tight end. Threw us all for a loop. We talk about this and much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Yo, yo. Hey, when did we start saying yo, yo, yo? Episode one, dude. (laughs) Was it all the way to episode one? I think so. Or was it it perhaps in the lost episode two? I don't know. Ooh, yeah, that's true. Danny? No, no, I think think, think it's in one of those single, single digit episodes. We haven't heard from trivia. I think Danny was listening back then. We haven't Danny. heard from Danny in a while. Actually, he posted today, so I know he's still around. Yeah. Danny, where you been? Dude, he's, probably in, the, dude, he's in the middle of SOL test. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> serious. It's SOL season. It sucks. You know what SOL means. Mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome to Harry Hog Football, episode 120. Let's see if these sound effects work. 120. Sorry, 123 or something, isn't it? 122, whatever. Dude, it's 122. <laughs> Seriously. This is our post-draft uh, episode. Post-draft, post-draft episode. This is like after you took the plank glass, walked up to the tap, pulled on the handle, let it settle a minute, and drank it. Post-draft. Post-draft. Redskins on tap. Dude, the Redskins were on tap all weekend long. Mm-hmm. They were. They were. They kept trading down. What do you guys think about that draft? All right, let's let's, let's just. I think it's highly unusual for the Redskins of recent to have what a pick or ten picks. <laughs> <laughs> Be a player. They were going Be for quantity. Well, the beauty of it was, is they traded down, dude, and got the pick that a lot of people thought the Buffalo was going to take with number eleven. Yeah, that receiver. The first one, Devin Thomas, from Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were they were shocked that he was still available at pick 34, is what they said. Um, they were just absolutely shocked. And basically, they said all three of the picks that the Redskins got in the second round were all uh, first-round quality picks. Hmm. Quality. Quality. Both wide receivers. Even Malcolm Kelly, even though he kind of fell down because he's kind of a He's got a lot of attitude, as he said on uh, on Redskins.com. He's, he's full of attitude. Um, and that Fred Davis dude, the tight end, number one tight end in football, in college football. <laughs> dude, what's up with getting him anyway with Chris Cooley? Yeah, I'm, I'm really questioning that. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, they're going to run these, you know, the West Coast offense with all these two tight end sets and everything, blah, 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 blah. I'm saying it now. I think Chris Cooley's days are numbered. I think he's got two more years in Washington, and his, his you know, backlogged contract is going to come up, and he's going to be owed like eight or nine million. And they're going to be like, "Well, we've got Fred Davis." <laughs> you really think that's going to happen, Chris Cooley? Yep, I sure do. Are you serious, Lavar Arrington, Champ Bailey, John did call it, dude. I'm he- talking about the zeros. That's just two from the zeros, man. I don't want to uh, 
I mean, I don't want to agree with you, John. It's too early to speculate. Yeah, I don't want to think that way, but obviously I do, knowing the way that football works nowadays. Dude, you better not you better not be gone until at least Sam, my son, until he grows out of his coolie jersey. <laughs> Those things are expensive. I know, dude. Yeah, don't lie. Not as expensive just, as just they ask, are. Just ask, just ask Aaron. It was a gift from Aaron. They're not as expensive as a... Uh, Hall of Fame autographed Daryl Green jersey. But. And they're not as expensive as the adult version of the same jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There's That's a little true. bit more fabric involved, I guess. So, dudes, I, I, what do you guys think I have of drafting the tight end? I think they went, they said this after the draft, pretty much all the way around. They went for the best player on the board at the time. Makes sense. I think it's a good strategy. I, I think it is a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> If, if it truly was their strategy. That's what they said, but, you know. It might have been, like, strategy, you know, I don't know, G or something, and then, you know, preparations F and G. This <laughs> is what Vinny Serrato was so they saying. They went with preparation H strategy. He was saying they were just taking the best one on the board, but um, he neglected the fact that we need, like, a defensive end. Dude, the seventh round is like the equivalent of them drafting me. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude, you're at least an eighth rounder. No, dude, I'm about ready to retire. I'm 31. Okay, you're a 12th rounder. Didn't didn't the draft used to have like 12 rounds? It used to have 17 rounds way back in the day. 18, 20 rounds? I don't know. Yeah. How many rounds? Mark was like a, what was Mark Slareth, an 11th round pick? Something like that. In 91 or something like that? Keenan McCardell was a 12th round pick. Was really? He was. Oh, dudes. Back in the day. Dudes, I wanted to throw this in here, even though it's not on the itinerary. Um, this morning, I was listening to uh, Peter King, who happens to be on Sirius Radio in the like two days a week now, for whatever reason. I'm sorry. And he was totally cutting on people that blog. What? He was saying how people that blog, like IE us, um, don't have to answer to anyone, so they're they're um, free to say what we want. Well, he didn't say it that way. He said it. They're not accountable to anyone, so they fly off the handle and say things that, you know, they shouldn't and stuff like that. Well, in, in other words, people. in other words, we speak our mind because we don't get paid. We're not under somebody's thumb or payroll. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there there is actually. I've been hearing this on other uh, sports talk radio people as well. Uh, Colin Cowherd from ESPN.com or ESPN Radio, says the same thing. He pretty much can't stand bloggers. And it's, it's, it's kind of a battle between bloggers. You know, as they say, we're not accountable to anyone. And as we say, exactly, so we can say the truth. Yeah. And we don't have to, you know, speak to the man about it. Right. Um, you know, basically, it's those guys who are, quote-unquote, legit, and people like us who are, you know, not fans. But then he was like, <laughs> then, yeah, he was like, talking about they don't work for a newspaper or something like that it's like so if you work for a newspaper all of a sudden you're like you know credible compared to people that just love football and like to talk about it you know what i i hate to say this but there are there are certainly uh, in today's in today's world in, in 
and in the world of technology to where we are at this point, you know, there are more people that, that read certain blogs than will read the newspaper. Yeah. And, you know, it, essentially it's, it's like the um, unedited digital newspaper that, uh, you know, anybody can write. <laughs> I mean. Mm-hmm. And some yeah. of it sucks and some of it's, you know, awesome. And just because we suck doesn't mean he has to talk about us like that. Well, he was saying that... He, he just was, like the regular newspaper. <laughs> well, he was talking about how people that blog will just say stuff like... And he this was the example he used. He said they'll say stuff like, A-Rod sucks. But then they, yeah. don't, they don't back then it they up don't with back anything. It up. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Kind of like how we say the Cowboys suck, but we back it up in more ways than a million. Yeah. We, we, you know what? We're, we can we get off easy to. on that. Yeah, I was going to say, we get off easy on that because you don't really have to back that up, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's just an understood, you well, know. We can, ba- we can back up um, the reasons why Art Monk deserved to be in the Hall of Fame, unlike Peter King, who can't back up why he thought that he shouldn't be in. How about Did you say that? Peter King? Did yes. you say Peter King? Yes. Do you not think he's a user on our site? No, he's not. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that would be kind of funny. Yeah, He'd be on there. I love HarryHogFootball.com. I just found these guys out. <laughs> and then they cut on me the very same day. I can't believe they cut on me just because I was a dumb tool who thought Art Monk deserved to be in the Hall of Fame for like seven years. He was also mad because he was like, and now bloggers report on the reporters. Like they're covering yeah. him. I was like, yeah, that's what we're doing right now. We talk about how you know, dumb they are, whatever they say stupid. How people like him and pretty much no reporter should have should be voting for the Hall of Fame. It should actually be, you know, players or former players and former coaches and other people who were involved in the NFL beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, who the hell made him an expert? Yeah, who died and made him an expert? Who died and made him king? Anyway, I think we spent way too much time talking about Peter King. We all, all of us out there who uh, were planting vote. Yes, for number 81, yard signs in our front yards and everything. Know exactly what a tool he is, so enough of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to, well, yeah, I just did back that up just because he didn't think that Monk deserved to be in. Yeah, so anyway. Sure, anyway. Um, Moving forward, uh, yep. back to the draft. Yeah. Sorry about that little moving uh, back. interlude. Um, all right, let's let's run them down, John. Go through go through our picks. All right, we had the, the uh, we traded our first round pick to Atlanta, who picked uh, somebody that the fans were really unhappy with, um, and traded down to get two second round picks this year. We actually traded our one, three, and five for two twos and a four, mm-hmm. and we got thirty fourth and forty eighth, forty eighth pick. In the second round, I believe we ended up with the 34th, 48th, and the 51st. I think we yeah. still have the 51st, one of them. So we ended up with two big, tall, wide receivers and the number one tight end in the country because he just got the award that said so. Yeah, I think we lucked out in that because, one, they said we got pretty much the best receiver in the draft in the beginning of the second round. The right. other receiver we got is what people were saying that we might pick with our 21st overall pick, and we got exactly. him with number 50-something. Yeah, and you know, they were saying that uh, this is the first year since 1990 that no wide receivers were drafted in the first round. And it was just a really bizarre year for that. People were going for more core players, I guess, like more linemen. Um, 
there was a run at defensive end right before the Redskins' first pick. Um, that Merlin guy ended up getting picked. Yeah, we almost got him. I think Miami almost. got him. So maybe it'll work out. You know, we still got Chris Wilson out there in the one-man gang. Maybe they're going to be a maybe there'll be enough of a pass rush for those guys and Andre Carter on the uh, on the other side. Yeah, and I was pointing out to John how anemic our offense was that we didn't score a touchdown with the receiver till like halfway through the season. Yeah. So maybe it is time we bulk up on the offense. Did you say how mean looking our offense was? What? No, mediocre. I said anemic. Oh, anemic. Oh, anemic. Well, mediocre, yeah. Either way. Yeah. Yeah, anemic. They looked really mean, but they couldn't score. That means they're oh, low like, on iron. Our offense looked really mean. <laughs> no, it means they're low on iron. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Low That's on iron. That's because they don't play for the Steelers. Uh, Josh, quit looking at those Vegas showgirl pictures and pay attention to what we're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yellow cake. Yellow cake. So we ended up with two top wide receivers, two big guys. And I actually, I, I, uh, you know, I sacrificed for Harry Hog football for the nation and for all you guys, all five of you guys out there listening to this podcast. I sat because I usually get home early because I go to work early and I get home early about 3.30. Did you and, say uh, my sack? <laughs> what do you, th- dude? You got to stop looking at the yellow cake. I'm telling you. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, you know you heard it too. Go ahead, go ahead. And <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the recap on Comcast of the uh, of you know the Redskins radio show where they also taped it, and I had to watch uh, Larry. Talked to all three of our second round draft picks, and it was pretty much torture watching him talk to all those guys. Like, oh, I'm here, the voice of the Washington Redskins, talking to these new guys. I'm important. I'm important. I'm important. What about you? No, I'm important. But I did get to watch all three interviews with both wide receivers and the tight end. Um, Devin Thomas seems pretty smart. He's ready to go. He seemed like he was just really raring to go and show that he can play. Trey Davis seemed very well spoken. Um, be pretty interesting. I read an article. He's from Toledo, and he had some trouble his freshman year adjusting to a big city and uh, all that stuff just in Los Angeles, but he seems to have grown up a lot. Um, that was apparently the character issue people were talking about with him. Hmm. And uh, because he reported late back and he went to a school that year, and so he was suspended from the, uh, the Bowl Championship game for that. Um, and Malcolm Kelly was very interesting. Uh, first off, he's a Cowboys fan. Or he, he used to be. He said he quit being a Cowboys fan when he got drafted. Yeah, right? Dude. Yeah, a little worried about that. He's from Texas. Um, he grew up about an uh, hour and a half east of Dallas, he said, on, I think he said, Interstate 20 or something of that nature. Yeah, scary, scary. <laughs> but... He, did, right. he was interesting. He had, he was like, I got definitely got a chip on my shoulder, like people were talking about. It. He's like, I got a lot to prove, you know, and I'm the guy. I'll do whatever it takes to be out of here, you know. I, if I got to go downfield and block, if I got to throw a defensive back, or he said, if I got to throw a DB out of bounds, I'll do that. Sweet. So I was like, all right. Like well, what about catching a pass? Will he do that too? Oh, yeah. He was like, I like to go downfield. I, you know, throw me the ball downfield. Perhaps the All most. That stuff. Yeah, but, but that's per- why it was interesting. He said he was not afraid to take a block and, like, you know, get physical with the defensive backs because the whole reason, well, not the whole reason, but one of the main reasons we had to get these big receivers in here is because our, you know, these little guys, they're not, they can't get physical. 
mm-hmm. enough to get to, to get separation and get free. Now, are we talking about Devin Thomas here? Yeah, Thomas and Mal- well, I was talking about Malcolm Kelly specifically, but both of them are you know the bigger, taller receivers. We needed because Devin Thomas, he's not even six two. Devin Thomas, he's like six he's one like- and a half, but dude, you know, Antoine Randall and Santana Moss are. Like five, so it depends five, on what but, you look at. They're like five ten or five eleven. Five two, five three. Like <laughs> Santana Moss looks on TV like he's about five seven. Yeah, yeah, he looks tiny. Yeah, well, I mean, like if you want like stats for Devin Thomas, he's what six two, two hundred and fifteen pounds or something like that. Yeah, he runs a four point four in the forty. I thought they said he ran a four three five. On TV. You know, it all depends on where you look. Cause everyone's got different information on these guys. All I know is that they, you know, we'll find out when they get to camp. Yeah. Yeah. But perhaps, I was trying to say this earlier, perhaps the most interesting dude or comments coming out of the guys we drafted was that uh, that safety. No, is he, no, the cornerback. What's his name? Ty, JT Tyree or something like that? What's his um, name? Oh, the dude from Arizona State, Justin Ty- Tryon. Yeah, Tryon. Did you read some of the stuff he was saying? No, no. Hold on, I think I got some of it right here. Talk amongst Dude, he, yourselves. Dude, he's got an unfortunate last name to be like doing anything stupid because that's a last name that is just wide open to being joked. All right, dude, this is what he said, all right? I want to try this, on this, the ball. This is what Blah, blah, blah. Dude, save those for the season because I'm sure we'll use them if he makes it in. <laughs> this is what he said, all right? He's, first of all, he's 5'9". All right. Okay. He said, I prefer the taller receivers because I can control their bodies a little more. The little receivers are more shifty. I love to compete, so I'm looking forward to guarding the T.O.s and the Chad Johnsons. And how old is he? I mean, how tall is he? 5'9", huh? 5'9". The little guy. The T.O. is like a, six, is like a foot taller than him. Uh-huh. But, you know, he's a cornerback. Yeah, I would not expect him to talk any other way. Yeah. He's like the new mouth of the South, Fred Smoot. Oh, man. Oh, man. If he's <laughs> anywhere close to that, put those two together. They're just going to keep talking, and they'll never practice, man. Well, the receivers were already saying. I think it was it was Fred Davis or Thomas. One of them, I think, was saying on on Redskins Radio how they had already run into Fred Smoot in the building, and he was already you know talking a lot of trash about how he what he's going to do to him in a training camp and how he's going to show him up. <laughs> here's what here's what else that Tryon guy said. Tryon. They, they talked to him about about Fred Smoot and Sean Springs. It says um, when asked if he knew whom the Redskins have at cornerback, he says it really don't matter. It's my spot to take. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I know. Oh snap! He needs well, there to, you go. He needs to try on. He needs to try on himself at cornerback there. <laughs> He might not. He might need to be trying on a helmet with a star if he don't watch it. <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be funny just to see him and like Fred Smoot talking to each other. <laughs> anyway, we got some oh, other man. people too, dude. Be Continue on, but, John. Who so else he, he was the fourth round pick, and we did a lot of trading down in the draft. I saw a stat today that uh, uh, this year's draft, there were, overall, there were more trades in this year's draft than ever. Any draft ever, so it was a record-setting draft for that and for their shortest first round. If anyone watched it, oh, it was great. Went so fast. Um, so Tryon was the 25th pick in the fourth round from the Titans. Mm-hmm. We traded our first third-round pick, and we got 
like a fourth and a fifth, and then we traded that fifth and got another sixth and another sixth. For uh, it, we ended up with a third, a fourth, a sixth, a sixth, a sixth, a seven, and a seven. So let's jump back to that third round pick because this is a guy that I think I don't know maybe about this year, but I think he could end up being a, being a starter down the line on the offensive line on the right side. And that's Chad. Chad Excuse me, Chad Reinhardt mm-hmm. from the offensive or from the uh, from the one double A powerhouse, Northern Iowa, and I don't say that as a joke. That's a pretty big school in one double A football. We are Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chad Reinhardt is a pretty big guy, from what I remember reading stats on him, and uh, he's someone that very well could work his way into the starting lineup, especially with injuries this year, if they happen like they did last couple of years. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got him right here, dude. He's uh, 6'5 and 3'11". It's pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, we need some linemen. Yeah. And uh, we got him in the third round, so he can't be too bad. Yep. 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 Pulled him out of a 1AA school. You don't see a lot of those guys going the first couple of rounds unless there's been a little bit of hype about him. And I wonder if he was on anyone else's draft boards um, if people were looking at him. Yeah, because apparently he was the best guy available at the time mm-hmm. at pick ninety six. So, well, you know, well, you know. Um, so who else we got? Yeah, I'm looking forward to him. But even when they made that pick finally, after they, I kept coming in because I was working outside, and yeah. I kept coming in for the picks, and then they'd be like, and "The Redskins traded their pick," and I'd be like, "Man, I have to come back." They traded their pick, I think, three times at least mm-hmm. for a pick. But um, anyway, yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. Um, I think Derek Dockery got cho- chosen la- later than that, didn't he? He got chosen not later than that, but he did get chosen. Well, maybe it's a fourth rounder. I keep thinking that uh, Dockery was a third rounder. But anyway, around the same time, and he panned out to be pretty good. He got his sure third round this, pick. This was actually the comp Josh, say it. Compensatory. Compensatory selection. Um, that we got for Dockery, so kind of ironic we picked another guard at that spot. John, I bet you Peter King can say that word. Compensatory. 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 Yeah. All right. Dude, I bet Peter King couldn't even spell it. He'd be like K U M G. King. I is this In any event, so we already talked about Justin Tryon. Great last name. Great Tryon. last name. He was the 25th pick in the fourth round. Then we traded the fifth round and went up to the second pick, the 14th pick, and the 20th pick in the sixth round. And this is where things started getting interesting because, you know, most of your sixth and seventh rounders don't pan out anyway. So you kind of, you know, you, know you, you might say, well, let's give it just this guy a shot. Let's give that guy a shot. Um, the first pick. For number two was Durant, or Durant, I think it's Durant Brooks, who is the punter for Georgia Tech. The second player the Redskins picked in this draft who got the uh, college award for best player at his position for the year. The Ray Guy Award. Ray Guy, a good friend of our pal uh, Jimmy Campbell from way back on episode, who knows. But way uh, back. Anyway, yeah, so... The last I read something about the last time the Redskins drafted a kicker was in the third round, and he didn't even make it through training camp. Yeah, yeah, I read that. I was like, who's that guy? Daryl Pound? <laughs> Daryl Pound. 
Um, yeah, I'm looking for this punter says he had the most. What did he had the most fifty yard plus punts in the nation? He, you know, it's college, but he averaged. I think it was four yards a punt more than a uh, Derek Frost did. Let's not, incidentally dude, went to Northern Iowa. Let's also not forget that Derek Frost had like an eleven yard punt last year. He he has at least one of those every year, and. I remember putting on the site when they made that pick, Eric. I was running around, and I kept going back and checking and trying to get the, uh, the site updated on that. And when I saw that pick, I was like, Aaron's going to be pumped. They picked a kicker. But then it was a punter. But then it was a punter, yeah. They actually said PK for place kicker on ESPN, and then it was like, oh, no, just P. Speaking of, I, I saw like he your... lost his K, man. What was up with that? I saw your boy... Uh... Connor Hughes playing arena the other night against the Philadelphia Soul. Dude, I was in that game too. I saw. Did he? I've only seen him once a year, or once this uh, this arena football season, and he missed one of those real narrow field goals that they had. <laughs> real narrow field goal. Really? Uh, he made the one that I saw. Him. No, he kicked Good. off. Is what he did when I saw. Him. Oh, so he hit the net. I think he's playing for the. Um, I don't even know. It's always the, the Philadelphia. It might have been. I think it was because I was actually pulling for the soul to beat Dallas like I really cared. Soul! Soul! It's all they ever show on there, dude. They never show any other teams. That's true. It's like, here's Graziani and the rest of the team. Here's Bon Jovi! <laughs> exactly. Did you know Bon Jovi dumps money into having them show that? You know it. Well, you know. They're playing off of uh, the, all the celebrity they can get. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Derek Brooks, um, competition <laughs> for Derek Frost. Um, they said on Redskins, no, on uh, on Washington Post, actually, they said that uh, special teams coach Danny Smith, this is the first time he's ever come forth and said, I want to pick this kicker, or in this case, a punter. First time he's ever asked to uh, draft a uh, a person that uses their right foot or left foot. So uh, they, they, they obliged him, and they picked him in the sixth round. What does that mean, dude, someone that uses their right foot or left foot? To kick the ball. Oh. Anyway, yeah, punters, yeah, they're often overlooked. But if you get a good punter that can – I was just saying, dude, everyone uses their right and left foot in the whole, every game. But anyway. Dude, pretty much it, most people in life. Most people in life. Most people. Most people. Most people. Well, you know. Some people don't have right feet and left feet. Or left feet. Some, Some people, people have, have two left feet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, so moving forward with this. Um, we also have, haven't have spoken about the uh, kicker that we – I mean, sorry, the quarterback that we drafted from Hawaii. Oh, we're getting to him. Let's, 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 uh, let's, let's try to go in order here, though, Aaron. Come on, man. All right, sorry, dude. I'll try to pay attention. All right. You know how um, it is. Pass that over here. All right, sixth round, pick 14, Kareem Moore, who is a defensive back from Nickel State. Um, he was still in the Redskins. were actually eyeing in the uh, later rounds of the draft, according to the Washington Post. Uh, before the draft, they had mentioned this guy's name, so it's someone that they uh, they kind of thought highly of. We'll see if he pans out. He's a DB. See what happens. He's got um, That past- trade was from the Broncos via the Rams. Dude, he has to get past the two mouth and mouth. Dude, he's got to get past Justin Tryon. I know. What is he going to do, man? <laughs> oh, this guy oh, has man. a chance. 
Okay, who's next, yeah. man? We're getting long in this podcast. We're not even going to be able to run through the uh, undrafted. Yeah, you know, we might have to save the undrafted for next week, which is cool because there are 13 of them. And uh, by this time next week when we record the next one, they'll have already had the first mini camp, and most of them will be cut. Yes. There will be less. Then we, so we won't have, have to talk about Yeah, then we exactly. won't have to waste our breath on some of them. <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a very good idea. We might do that. But don't don't forget about all those undrafted people we've dra- we've picked up since the season too, like Sam Hollenbach. I think he was from Maryland, right? Yeah. Um, he's another quarterback coming in there. Yeah, we, we got, got five another... total. They picked another one from like Idaho. And who was that receiver that we picked up? Mathis. Jerome Mathis, the the receiver and returner guy. Yeah, so we've got like a Pro bunch Bowl. of people. Uh, anyway, continue on with the draftees, John. Go ahead. Let's, let's wrap draftees, it up. To, to round out the sixth round, um, probably the Redskins' most controversial controversial pick. But, uh, you know, someone had to pick him was the gunslinger Colt Brennan from Hawaii, um, formerly the uh, Fighting Bows. Um, what are they called now? The Warriors? The Rainbow Warriors. Rainbow Warriors. Rainbow Warrior Colt I Brennan thought that was is Jeff, now a Redskin. I thought it was Jeff Gordon. Uh, <laughs> no, he's the flamer now. <laughs> okay. So, Colt Brennan, Hawaii. Um, obviously, he's a project. Um, Zorn seems to like what he's got going on with his weird sidearm delivery um, and the fact that he has a hard time leading his receivers. He's more kind of a waiting for someone to get open kind of guy, which was extremely obvious. Uh, if you saw the bowl game against Georgia, because that one extra second he used to get get against those uh, those teams out there, like uh, Boise State, I think is the best team they played last year. That's the team um, with the weird like blue and orange field, right? Blue, yeah, yeah, the uh, the one and only non green field that the NCAA said uh, no one else can do that field. Um, and that was about the best competition they played, if I'm not mistaken, up until uh, playing Georgia. But, yeah, that one extra second he used to get against those mediocre West Coast teams, yeah, in that one extra second he was just getting flattened by the Bulldogs' defense. Hey, who got those dudes out of West Virginia that were pretty good? I saw him play a few times, like the Slayton guy, that running back and that quarterback that were really fast. Didn't they come out in the draft? Do you know? Dude, I don't know. What are you, what are you talking about West Virginia? I don't know. They just oh. popped in my head. Sorry. Go ahead. Because you live. That's because you live in Louisville. You got you got Louisville. Big East football. I'm sorry, Louisville. Louisville. To, uh, Louisville. Louisville. Around here they call it the Ville. Around there they call it Kentuckyana. <laughs> <laughs> and your greater Kentuckyana Ford dealers. <laughs> speaking Dude. of, dude, speaking of, like what two is this, weeks like, ago. Pick on Aaron Day? <laughs> like two weeks ago, we had an earthquake. It was freaky. I've never had one of those before. Oh, dude, yeah, you've had an earthquake. We had a tornado down here in a Suffolk, really close to us. We never have tornadoes out here. I know. I saw that on the national news, dude. Yeah, dude that was a that was huge, man. You had like there were like a couple hundred people hurt, right? Yeah, but like, no one was killed. No one. I know at all. It was really strange. So, Josh, I mean, I know you're pretty close to here, relatively speaking, with Aaron, but. uh you know, hurricane. I mean, uh, maybe you're going to get a hurricane in Raleigh this summer because we got the tornado. He got the earthquake. Man, I hope not. We did have some um, flash flooding the other day, though. Oh, that 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 that'll do it. That's cool. Could it be right. the end time? Perhaps. You know, you know why nobody was killed up there, which is a, is a great thing with the, with those tornadoes, is because 
everybody in Suffolk are Redskins fans. That's got to be it. And, you know, the good Lord was looking down. and uh, Jesus you know, loves that. the Redskins. That's right. Jesus yeah. loves the Redskins. <laughs> anyway, did we finish up all the draft picks? No, nah, dude. We still got two uh, compensatory selections from the seventh round because we couldn't trade those. You're not allowed to trade those picks. Ding, 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 ding. John got the word right. Compensatory. B-O-M-P-E-N-S-A-T-O-R-Y. Compensatory. <laughs> and you are the winner of the spelling bee. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead, dude. <laughs> All right, the seventh round, we picked a defensive end. Finally! Yay! Kansas, <laughs> Kansas State named Rob Jackson and a safety from UCLA. That's the University of California, Los Angeles. Uh, named Chris Horton. Here's a who. <laughs> um, and that's all I have to say about those guys because there's a really good chance uh, there's almost an absolute positive chance they're not going to make the team but we'll see mm-hmm. 10 picks outstanding dude and it only took us 33 minutes to get through them all man and that's for three guys that don't know anything mm-hmm. can you imagine if Peter King was on here I know anyway um we wanted to thank everyone that's been going onto the site and going through our click-throughs and, like, getting us some cuts. Uh, cut? Oh, not that oh, kind yeah. of cut. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, going, We get the Harry Hog stores up there and the uh, tab, and, and, you know, if you're going to StubHub or what else do we have on there? eBay. Do we have eBay on there? The Redskin store. I don't know, but oh, we I actually know. made enough money this week, according to our treasurer, John. To uh, pay our uh, web hosting for a month. So, thanks a lot. Thank and, you. Yeah, and our wives, thank you, and children, and all of, all of this. We can actually buy real Cheerios instead of, like, store brand Cheerios this month. <laughs> We're really pumped about it. So, thanks, guys. We appreciate mm-hmm. it. And Dude, I'm, actually gonna, I'm, I'm actually going to buy some actual, true ramen brand noodles. Yeah. I'm not buying. I'm not buying Kroger's Asian noodles. I'm buying ramen brand. And I'm buying actual Chef Boyardee spaghetti. Wait, Franco American. Franco American. Show me your O face. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that commercial I put on you? No. You don't remember that? No. All right, hold on a second. Show them your old face. <laughs> dude, dude, we need to. Every, every time the O line is like not doing that, we need to play that. Show them your old face. <laughs> oh man, that might be the new Docker report for the O line. <laughs> this week's O line report brought to you by Franco American. Franco American. <laughs> Anyway, thanks everyone that's been buying stuff so we can keep Harry Hook football afloat, um, just despite all those Cowboys fans out there. Yeah, we appreciate it. And thank you to all those guys out there, uh, guys and gals and couples and all those people out there who've been uh, sending in your info for Harry Hog Nation. Um, everyone that we've got information from is on the map. Um, remember, we don't put last names on there or, any, or you know, whole full names or anything. Or just put last initials of whatever you want us to write on there, like I hate the Cowboys or 
you know, go Daryl Green, he's awesome, or something like that. Outstanding. Or we really got another to one. live in Dallas-Fort Worth, you know. We got another one, John. It's from Tim and Carol in Clinton, South Carolina. Long oh, dude, forward it to me. I'll get it on there. ASAP. Yeah, thanks, Tim and Carol, for writing in. Yeah, you guys can check out the map on our website, harryhogfootball.com. Um, go on there, and we've got we have listeners all over the world. We have some in Europe. We have do we have some in Asia? Yeah, sure. And we even have some in Eurasia. In Eurasia. Um, I'm yeah. not gonna do I'm not gonna do the Uranus joke though. Someone said <laughs> that the uh, sun never sets on Harry Hug football, and they were right. That's right. Sun never <laughs> sets. Sun never sets on Harry Hog football. Anyway, without further ado, John, you know what it's time for? Oh, yeah, I think it is time for... The Random Redskin of the Week. This week's Random Redskin of the Week is a Ramblin' Rick Georgia Tech alumni. He was a tight end for the Washington Redskins in 1990. His name is... Ken Wittenhan! Yay. Awesome. Woo! Dude, you're pumped. Dude, I'm Dude. tired. Dude, get a pulse. <laughs> get a pulse. No pulse, Aaron. <laughs> no pulse. <laughs> you're going to be like, what's with that Aaron, dude? Everything's like this. i just been listening to a lot of NPR lately. <laughs> this well, is well, NPR. That explains the, the uh, purposeful moments of silence. Yeah. Welcome to, welcome to Harry Hawk Football. This is Aaron, Josh, and John. Dead air, Aaron. <laughs> well, we're not paying for it. We're not paying right. for it anyway. Anyway, dudes, um, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll we'll go over those undrafted free agents uh, next week. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, when's minicamp start, dude? Friday. Friday. Now, now is minicamp open to the public? I don't believe it is. I've not seen anything about come to minicamp and you know watch the scrubs get cut. Come so. to Minicamp. Only $59 a ticket. <laughs> yeah, so you can watch three guys wearing the number 22 get cut on one day. And $200 for, for parking. With the purchase of 18 $8 beers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought the beers were $8. You charged me $9. Uh, anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't forget to watch the Kentucky Derby, speaking of Louisville, this weekend. And I have to give my hats off to none other than Colonel John, my favorite racehorse in this race. Absolutely. Go Colonel John. Now, is he any relation to Sergeant John, or did he get promoted? Or he yeah, We had Sergeant John on Sergeant John, so we had him on the show. We did have him on the show once, didn't we? And Colonel John is the Kentucky version of Sergeant John's. Oh, so he's like a Kentucky Colonel. Yeah, he's a Kentucky he's Colonel. He's got a few He's got, the, in he's got the white Classy. suit and the bolo tie. Whatever. The extra crispy uh, skin. <laughs> and All right, that's dudes, that. We'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, hail to the Redskins. Um, and as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, Go 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 Go! go.